Welcome to the B-Rad Podcast, where we explore ways to pursue peak performance with passion throughout life without taking ourselves too seriously. I'm Brad Kearns, New York Times bestselling author, former number three world-ranked professional triathlete, and Guinness World Record Masters athlete. I connect with experts in diet, fitness, and personal growth and deliver short breather shows where you get simple, actionable tips to improve your life right away. Let's explore beyond the hype, hacks, shortcuts, and sciency talk to laugh, have fun, and appreciate the journey. It's time to be rad. The best thing about my workouts is I get this endorphin rush every day, but we fail to... I want to discuss the incredible benefits of red light therapy and how you can get started with Mito Red Light. Mito, like mitochondria, red light makes the premier light therapy devices in the world and at incredibly affordable prices. I stand in front of my Mito Pro 1500 unit every morning, carefully exposing my eyeballs, other important balls, and my entire body to special wavelengths of red and near infrared for red light. When I tell people about my daily devotion to red light therapy, they typically ask, does this stuff really work? And the answer is yes. And there are thousands of studies supporting its effectiveness. Here's how. It's called photobiomodulation where specific wavelengths of red and near-infrared light, red's visible, near-infrared is not visible, that's why it looks like only half of your panel's working, these wavelengths help mitochondria in cells throughout your body produce more energy and clear waste products more efficiently. Red light exposure helps mobilize nitric oxide trapped in the mitochondria and allows oxygen to return to the cell and increase ATP production. The benefits are proven again and again for skin health, muscle recovery, joint pain, and numerous inflammatory conditions. Red light therapy is also beneficial for circadian rhythm alignment because we generally get far too little direct sunlight and too much indoor blue light from screens and light bulbs at the wrong times. You don't hear much about this benefit of red light therapy, but when I turn on those lights, first thing in the morning. As soon as I wake up, I walk across the hall, I stand in front of the panels, and I feel instantly awake and energized. And believe me, there's a lot of days where Mr. Health Guy here wakes up feeling a little groggy and a little whiny, like I don't want to right get up now and get into my morning exercise routine. But when I stand in front of the lights, in one minute, I swear I feel wide awake. I get all that grogginess out naturally. It's super powerful, super effective, besides all the healing and the cellular benefits. I also love it for being a natural wake-up machine. You have to try red light therapy. I am certain that you will become a devoted user. And guess what? Mito Red Light offers a 60-day no-risk trial period and a special 5% discount for B-Rad podcast listeners. Just visit mitoredlight, M-I-T-O, redlight.com, and use the code BRAD on any of their products. Go for it today and get started on your red light journey. Okay, when we talk about the destruction caused by overtraining and burnout, we need to start the conversation with this concept called overreaching. Overreaching is a popular term to describe a period of escalated training or escalated uh, chronic stress of any kind that generates 
positive adaptations like competitive success, or you just wake up every day and head back to the hospital for a seven-week vigil and you feel fine. You're not tired. Uh, you're not even hungry. You might have your fingers shaking a little bit, but your body is able to cope because you have asked it to under what the primitive brain perceives as a matter of life or death. And in some cases, you could uh, you you could say it is, but um, in in modern life, what happens is we tiptoe into overreaching frequently because we've been flying around on jets and transferring time zones and trying to adhere to our devoted fitness regimen in the hotel gym at 6 a.m. in New York. But that's really 3 a.m. on the West Coast. But hey, you got to bang out your workout before you have a busy day of hectic, stressful meetings uh, in, in the business setting and all those different examples, especially dysfunctional relationship dynamics, which bring you uh, to a baseline level of chronic overproduction of stress hormones because you are immersed in dysfunctional relationship setting which is so destructive because then we have to pile over uh, difficult lifestyle circumstances on top of that. That's why when you listen to the Mia Moore show, we talk about how we both believe that relationships should be easy and effortless in many ways instead of characterizing them as a lot of work because life is tough enough outside the home. We want to have a nice, comfortable setting where we don't have to work hard in order to communicate well. We just let it flow and things are managed easily and we're mutually supportive in all those great attributes of a, uh, a positive and healthy relationship dynamics. But when you start stacking these stressors, you can easily get into this uh, state called overreaching or you could call it early stage overtraining. Um, what's happening here is the body's trying hard to adapt, but you are getting signals and symptoms of impending doom. Uh, and they can fool you. They can trick you into thinking, hey, I don't need rest. I feel fine. Like the person that says, hey, why don't you go home from the hospital and get some rest? And the person answers, no, I'm not tired. Leave me alone. No, I'm not hungry either. Uh, I just want to uh, uh, sit here and deal with this crisis. Um, for the athletes, it's like, hey, you've been training really well for six weeks straight and you escalated pretty quickly to get up to this level. Why don't you take a week's break? And the athlete will think, well, why? Uh, my legs are fine. I'm not sore. Again, in another show, I mentioned that the reason you're not sore is because you're possibly experiencing chronic low-grade inflammation in the body as one of the symptoms of the chronic fight-or-flight stimulation such that you wake up up in the morning and your legs feel supple and loose and not sore because the, the inflammation process is, is doing so in the state of overreaching. Um, so it feels fine. It's actually a pretty good buzz to be able to do all that hard work and respond to it and swim a little bit faster in the pool at your workout and climb the hill on the mountain, uh, uh, feeling effortless and putting in a better gear and doing whatever you're doing in the gym and completing that CrossFit session, uh, feeling great and feeling like you're just building, 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 getting better, getting better. So it's sort of an intoxicating situation, especially when you factor in the endorphin rush that you get after a difficult or strenuous or long duration workout. Now remember, the endorphins are pain-killing chemicals that are released into the body to allow you to continue to run for your life. Remember, this is uh, an evolutionary 
adaptation. Or as Mark Sisson points out, a further nuance to the endorphin chemicals. It's also these chemicals are released into the body so that when you do get tired and lie down on a rock to rest, uh, you're not going to be terribly disturbed uh, when the lion eats you. Okay, so the endorphins are there to protect you from pain and suffering. And today we keep going for those endorphins. We talk about it like it's a positive thing and a great aspect of life that, oh, my, the best thing about my workouts is I get this endorphin rush every day, but we fail to uh, respect the evolutionary uh, rationale for endorphins. So um, the endorphin rush is great. Uh, don't get me wrong. You deserve to uh, feel um, a, a sense of euphoria after you've uh, worked your body and pushed it hard, but it should be managed and regulated very carefully. So perhaps you get an endorphin rush two or three times a month from a really kick-ass workout, uh, or you're going to hike the highest peak in your state uh, this summer. And boy, on that day, when you're going for a four or five or eight or 10-hour hike, you're going to be filled with endorphins because your body is trying to get you to the top of the mountain and back down safely. It doesn't mean we want to go do it the next Tuesday morning at the 6 a.m. spin class. Otherwise, you are messing with your chemical system to a great peril and great detriment. Okay, so that's um, that's a full take on the uh, endorphin rush. Um, in the overreaching phase, uh, all these positive adaptations can trick you and think that you're just progressing and you're becoming a badass. Here's some examples. Uh, the hell weeks that we often see with team sport athletes. So the high school football players go for their two days in the hot summer sun, and the poor kids are getting up at 7 a.m., a couple hours in the morning, and then 5.30 to 7.30 p.m. And then, of course, they have to hang out uh, late at night at the, uh, at the, uh, the, um, the milkshake shop, um, you know, talking about how good they're going to be uh, in the upcoming season. And during this hell week, a lot of team sport athletes are feeling fine because they're just bathed in those stress hormones that are getting them through hell. And ideally, they would have a nice rest and a nice break to sleep in and recalibrate and regulate after such an arduous uh, experience. That's for team sport athletes. We have the thing in the endurance community, especially, again, thinking back to the high school running camps where all the kids go off to high altitude uh, location and get some Airbnbs and they're having fun and they're running uh, to 12 miles in the morning and another easy four in the afternoon, way, way beyond their previous training capabilities in busy everyday life. And everyone's getting fitter and stronger. And then in many cases, unless you have a really sensible rest period after such a training camp, that's when the immune system becomes compromised because you've just been banging out stress hormones the entire duration of your stay at high altitude where it's so much more difficult to train than it is at sea level. Um, and there's also times where, uh, for whatever reason, your training is escalated. Maybe you have a, a three-week vacation. So what you're going to do is get on that bike because you w didn't get to pedal much the previous winter and, and pedal all day long uh, for all your worth. And you're going to feel fine and pretty darn good after day seven or day 12 or day 14. But again, this is a sign of being in that uh, overreaching state. It's a temporary and unsustainable phase of training. Um, here's a fun note to close with. 
I contend that virtually every world record in the endurance sports was set by someone who was immersed into an overreaching phase. Because after all, we're talking about pushing the previous limits of human performance such that they need to be in a temporary and unsustainable uh, fitness stage to go out there and throw down a 26-minute 10K on the track. Uh, so uh, just something fun to think about where we get these artificial or unsustainable chemical highs and they last for a short time and you've got to come back down after that and recalibrate so that you don't continue down that enlightened and uh, wonderful path full of uh, cotton candy and bubble gum, but it is headed to the destination of burnout and overtraining. Hey, I want to tell you about Schwank Grills. This is a revolutionary portable gas infrared grill that uses the exact same heating technology as the world's best steakhouses. You heat up to 1,500 degrees Fahrenheit to grill the juiciest steak you've ever tasted in as little as three minutes. Can you believe it? That's right. You do not have to go to those crowded, noisy, super overpriced steakhouses anymore when you have the same technology in your backyard. And the Schwank portable infrared grill is not just for steak. You can make chicken wings hamburgers, seafood, lobster, vegetables. I make salmon in three minutes. They even have a pizza stone accessory. I want you to visit their very informative and mouth-watering website at schwankgrills.com. That's S-C-H-W-A-N-K. Everything you cook, faster, juicier. The speed is so important, so convenient. Uh, there's a drip tray on the bottom, so you let the juices drip down. I love the bison burger, the venison burgers. That's my game. And then you can add a mixture of butter, spices, whatever you want, into the tray. Pour it back onto your meat or your salmon for a huge improvement in flavor. Are you getting hungry? I am. <laughs> Let's go to schwankgrills.com, S-C-H-W-A-N-K, grills.com, and up your home cooking game. This is a one-of-a-kind grill. I have a great discount code for you, of course. It's BRAD150 to save $150 off your purchase of a Schwank grill. Thank you so much for listening to the BRAD podcast. We appreciate all feedback and suggestions. Email podcast at bradventures.com and visit bradkerns.com to download five free ebooks and learn some great long cuts to a longer life, how to optimize testosterone naturally, become a dark chocolate connoisseur, and transition to a barefoot and minimalist shoe lifestyle.